Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Game Shows. We appreciate your loyalty and sticking with us and for choosing us today and every day after. <laughs> we know you have many other choices. <laughs> Maybe 29. <laughs> I am, of course, two-time game show loser, J.D. Lape. Sitting across from me is our esteemed Bachelor Brain Trust, First off, we have my podcasting partner in crime, aspiring game show contestant, Adrian Perez. Adrian, great to see you, buddy, on this Bachelor finale night. Oh, man. It was great to be here. I can't <laughs> wait for this. And of course, she has been with us for our other Bachelor podcasts. We would like to give another warm welcome to Chelsea Lozano. Thank you for, ha for coming on again. Oh, my God. <laughs> You are so welcome. <laughs> As you can uh, maybe tell, <laughs> or if not, we have just finished watching the after the final rose, and it just ended. There may have been wine and champagne and, and bourbon involved. An empty and bottle of brandy in front brandy. of me with a second one started. I think we've gone through two bottles, two bottles of champagne, of a me. bottle of wine, some beer. JD threw down some tall cans. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is definitely going to be a, a Our really good yeah, podcast. Of all time. So mind the format and uh, just uh, just give, be patient. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's jump into our most dramatic episode of the podcast ever. We have reached the five-hour, two-night finale of The Bachelor season 22. <laughs> There's no music. That's how, <laughs> that's, how that's, that's how intense and definitely the most controversial ending we've ever seen. They kick off the five-hour finale in Peru. Uh, that's where we left off. We have the final two, Becca K and Lauren B. B. <laughs> the beginning of this episode on Monday was really intriguing because a lot of stuff leaked out at the end of last week. I know that, Chelsea, you knew a lot of stuff from the beginning of the season. I saw a lot of stuff at the end of last week. Adrian, you saw some of the same. I know Adrian, for you and I, we saw what had happened. We just didn't know who it happened to. So we knew Ari went back on his proposal and chose the other woman. We just didn't know which woman was who. Did you know at the I time? I knew, okay. yeah. Reality Steve always <laughs> knows what he's talking about. And honestly, this was ruined for me early on in the season by a, a a girl at my work and of course after she told me i went and like punched her well no <laughs> love her dearly her. love her Doesn't dearly matter. but i went on reality steve and honestly he's never he's never done me wrong so far so i believed him you know we're, we're good friends we're good friends yeah but um yeah i knew i knew exactly what was happening until tonight like or you know the after the final rose and the whatever but i knew he picked Becca, and then dumped her for Lauren the gotcha. whole time. Yes, yeah, like you, really early on. Like I knew that like a long time ago. Yeah, I found out obviously after watch uh, before watching Monday's uh, Sunday's episode. So obviously after the final rose, um, when he gets called out and said, you know, he's told, I know what you did, blah blah. I kind of the women tell all. Yeah, women tell. I kind of rabbit hole and then I know what you did. Saw <laughs> right, thanks, I saw that he had gone back on his decision. I didn't see who anything else. Didn't see who it was. Right. Didn't see how quick after. Nothing like that. I kind of stopped and had an oh shit moment. Like, I, I don't want to read any more yep. of this. Same here. Um, but that's that's what I had seen. Yep. 
my guess um, was the opposite of yours, Adrian. You thought he was going to pick Lauren, go back, and then ask Becca to take him back. I thought the opposite. I thought it would be asking Becca to marry him, breaking up with her, then going back to Lauren. The first few minutes of the episode on Monday where Ari was talking with his family and then he brought in the women to meet the families, it was obvious even before the families were talking to Ari afterwards that they seemed to have more of a rapport with Becca than Lauren, but Mm -hmm. I think that just... That seems to be the theme, I think, because all season long we've been saying, I don't get any connection with Lauren. Because she doesn't show any personality. Nothing. But the mom was very, like, she really did like Lauren, though, too. She's She made it very clear that she did like Lauren for whatever reason. I think she felt sorry for her because she cried on her. But Yeah, I don't think the family didn't like Lauren. I just it was think just... They, they gravitated more towards Becca because I think they saw... What I think most people saw that because she, she talks. Yeah, she spoke, <laughs> and then she had words. She looked a little more grounded. I think she confident. seemed like she was confident, had her shit together. And with Lauren, might have been because she's a little younger. Might have been maybe not really giving any answers whatsoever. They didn't really see. They they saw. I think Becca being genuine and understanding and talking about her future. With Lauren, it was. I mean, her answers were just awful and very short and had nothing behind them so uh Ari definitely wasn't happy when he he was like waiting for someone to say Lauren yes. like, yeah. okay, that's okay. everybody and, and gave him the Becca Becca, like, Becca 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 you could see and you him. could tell his face yeah. was just like that's not what I wanted to hear exactly that was going to be my point and I, I think at that point that reaffirmed my guess that he was going to pick Becca and regret it and want Lauren back because you could see him get crestfallen talking to his family when everyone in his ear is saying, Becca probably seems the better choice right now. And Ari's just like, oh, really? That's Yeah, at that point, too, I was like, he's picking, he's going to propose to Becca. Like, he's going to pick her. She's the safer bet. He's going to make his family happy. Yeah. And, I mean, when he tells them both I love you, you don't know. It's like when you said... And you've poured out what you really feel about both these girls. It could have been anyone. At that point, it could have been like, okay, well, it's a crapshoot who's picking. And apparently that's how he felt because he didn't make his decision until hours before he has to propose. Yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> Sorry, those are my bottles. <laughs> my glass. We're so thirsty over here. <laughs> yeah, we'll just jump ahead because quite frankly, Adrian, you and I watched the show on Monday night. And we were quite bored with it throughout. we You have two TVs in your living room and we threw on the prices right on the other one because we didn't yeah. watch. Which I had already seen. And I was still, I was still more intrigued by the prices, right? Um, because and on mute, we had prices right on mute. And yeah. It was just awful. It was, it was awful to watch. Both dates were the same. It was yes. him looking them both dead in the eye. I, I love you so much. You have nothing to worry about because both of the I girls were like, with us. And, oh my god. Both girls said, "I'm afraid of losing you." Well, I love you so much. You have nothing to worry about. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. <laughs> the fact that he could look them both dead in the eye. You are the biggest dick of all time. They. Yeah. That's why they were so like, had no idea what was coming to them. And like, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it's like a liar. Like, I don't think he's, he's a liar. Just, I just don't think just, he gave a shit about the other nope. girl's feelings. He's it like, was yeah, about him. Yeah, and it was yeah, about what he needed. He's like, this is the bachelor. This is my season. I'm yeah, yeah, it was up to me. It was doing. all about him. Yeah, this and, is what I'm doing. And granted, it probably is a lot about you. But this is a TV show, but it's still real life, bro. Like, there's still other girls' feelings. And we'll talk about stuff that happened going forward that it's like, you're just making it worse. Like, you're making yourself look like a dick. And, and granted. 
It is about being happy and finding the one. Sure. But fuck, have some like dignity and some respect. Understand that there's still another person's life affected by this. Yep. Like seconds later, I love you. You have nothing to worry about. And then like the next girl, yeah. Like I don't understand. I just, oh God. I like this. I like mm, this. This is nice. Mm. I like this. I like this podcast. <laughs> okay, I am. I just didn't see it. I'm gonna send you home after two seconds ago. I told you I love you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. So, obviously, after the family dates, he is got to make a decision. And it's time to propose. And according to him, he literally takes hours before this proposal is happening and decides to send Lauren home. I think he put the pressure on himself. Absolutely. Because all season long, every confessional, or at least once an episode, whatever... It was, I'm here to find a wife. That's why he let Becca M go, because he was afraid she wasn't ready. That That's why he let a lot of these other women go, because he just used the handy excuse of, I'm here to find a wife. I'm old, I'm graying, I don't know how many more prime years I so have, great. and this is the only chance I have to find some nice, cute, hot, 20-something-year-old chick who's going to be okay being my arm candy for the rest of you know, our lives, or for at least the foreseeable future. So, Which is cool, and I get that, but do it the right way. There's a way to not be douchey, but still be, be a fucking douche. slick about it, and like understand there's ways to do it. I mean... Right? Like, most, see, the, the problem is, is most people, I brought this up with you last night, Adrian, most people, during a midlife crisis, most guys are like, I need to like drive fast cars, or do some adrenaline thing, but he's already a race car driver, so now, like, yeah. what, what's the what's the adrenaline rush that he's gonna get? Oh, well... Yeah. 29 women fighting over him. So yeah. there's a lot, not just the adrenaline rush, but there's probably a lot of other things. It's power. It's definitely parts. power. It's power. It's like self. I mean, I would use it for self motivation, but for him, it was like kind of, he was hiding behind this thing and again, putting pressure on himself, but it was definitely yeah. power. It was actually feeling in control. It was definitely him not having to feel vulnerable, even though he says that. Because it's up to the women and he can choose whoever he wants and he doesn't have to be vulnerable if he doesn't have to. And once a girl gets close to him, he would send him home. But let me ask you this. Ari is a famous race car driver, okay? He could have whoever the fuck he wants. Those are some he serious had, air quotes you did. Right? I know. <laughs> he could have whoever he wants. He had beautiful women. I've seen the ex-girlfriends on social media. Why did he need to go on this show to promote himself more if he's already in the limelight? That makes Zero sense to me. Maybe his right. real estate business was fledgling. I don't know. Like I said, it's about power. Out in that real world. But he already he could have had whoever he wanted. If people know him in the racing world, why did he need to be uh-huh. on Bachelor is, Nation? Do they know well, him in the racing world? I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't watch that shit, I, so I have well, no fucking clue. This is what I would say. If he's out there, it's a one-on-one situation. It's people... He, he does have to be vulnerable because one-on-one dates. But there's a reason why he's probably single. And girls find that out. The over needle course, dick. Well, maybe that's it. The needle dick. But over the course uh, of being the bachelor, rumor. you have all the power. You're literally Allegedly. eliminating girls and doing whatever you want. And this girl's going to fall in love with you. Right. There's never... They, th- right. It's, 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 play, it's literally played into this game to where they are going to fall for you. Period. Right. And that's where he gets that part. He can't do it in the real world. It's not going to happen. I know that's that. Why he has but like, if he's a famous race car driver, I don't follow racing. So is he not on TV already because of his racing? I don't think he was that successful. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, he was, so he that's, was that that's where I'm a little confused. Like, if you're already known, 
And these girls know who you yeah. are. Why why do this? Because he can choose. And this girl's going to fall head over heels for no matter what. And Yeah, it's the, it's the controlled environment. I'm going to yeah. agree with Adrian on this yeah. in that The Bachelor is such a controlled environment because mm-hmm. it's like if you're on a deserted island, you know, the, the ratio of men to women, whatever, it's going to be all about supply and demand where you have the one guy with 29 women in this... Competing? Com- yeah, one mm-hmm. competing against each yeah. other. With no outside uh, contact, with no nothing, tons of booze. And you're literally isolated, fucking going on dates with this guy in Paris and fucking, I don't know, alpaca hunting in Peru, whatever they did <laughs> out there. But it's like, you're literally putting, I told Jenny last night, there was two different comments. When they got to Colorado, he was like, look at this environment. This is a beautiful place to fall in love. Of course. Then they get to yeah. Paris and he literally says, how can you not fall in love in a place yeah. like this? Yeah. Right. They're literally putting these girls yeah. in situations where love is pushed and urged and obviously they're vulnerable and they're out there to find love too and it's like... The perfect situation for him to have total control. Out in the real world, guess what? You've got Tinder, you've got Bumble, mm-hmm. fucking whatever, J-Date, uh, <laughs> Black Bingles, 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 Black Farmers Bingles, Only. Farmers Only, which is not for Farmers Only. But there's shit out there. You, you have to compete. And once a girl sees you one-on-one and you're fucking taking her to whatever, fucking tumbleweed hunting in Scottsdale, <laughs> there's not much shit out there to do. When you can have everybody else pay for this shit and go to Paris and Colorado and be in a hot tub with eight chicks. Like, it's the perfect environment for someone who has low self-esteem, doesn't obviously have the skills or the care about any woman or their feelings, and they're going to have to fall in love with you. And now I have the pick and I have all the power. Yeah. This is the perfect situation for someone like Ari. So, Adrian, question. Do you know that FarmersOnly.com is not only for farmers because of experience or because of a friend of a friend told you? Asking for a friend. I read in a book that it was not only for farmers. But girls don't like when you lie and they expect you to be a farmer. So it doesn't really work out that great. There's like a 14-day trial. I've heard. So if you don't, if you're not a farmer, then. You don't have to pay. You're like I, you're kicked off. You're like time. I pick my own corn at, in the <laughs> produce section <laughs> at my local. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I eat wheat bread. So <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was fun, but not ever so I've heard. <laughs> anyway, so Ari felt so compelled. He put so much pressure on himself that he had to find a wife because he said it every week. So in his mind, he had to propose, even though he was admittedly in love with two women. And you and you're in control, man. Like obviously, we saw over the past two nights, he's in control of the situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously to an extent, because it is ultimately a TV show. But yeah. seasons have ended before without proposals, so he could have he made yeah, yeah. Well, or not, said, not, not I just want to date you. Yeah, just like he admitted to Becca tonight on after the final rose, he should have just said, I, "I think we need to pursue." A relationship first yeah. and not be engaged yeah. right and like I said it has happened it has happened where they don't propose yeah but they say I want to be with you I want to see where this goes see what happens Juan Pablo well that was totally <laughs> different yeah but Nick Nick didn't propose right yes he did he did he proposed to Vanessa yes he did oh shit well then I know I mean obviously it hasn't happened but I think because of his age because of what his family gave him feedback on. And because, like he said, in his head, he was thinking, like, this is my last chance. This is it. Like, I've got to find a wife. And he does say it. He says, you know, some of the pressure was when we propose. 
at the end of the day, yes, you do have your, it's your own decision. It's your life. You don't have to propose. But I definitely felt like he was like in his head, like this is it. Like I have to pick a life, like you said, JD. This is it. And I, he he instilled it so much that if he didn't, he would look like a complete failure. Like if he didn't propose, you look like this is all for nothing. You're a failure when essentially it made him look worse. But I think he felt like if he didn't propose, then he lost, and that he was the worst fucking bachelor ever and everybody was right and he was old and he's going to be single forever and also proposing uh, we we already think he's the worst bachelor yeah he definitely is but also proposing and having someone say yes yeah is the complete validation that you've done something right or that you are that you found that person from so it's like it, it was a perfect balance of him having the power and him feeling like he has to fulfill this i found someone and then getting the fulfillment of, she said yes, and she sure. really does want to be with me, and it all comes full circle. I think more than, like, finding a wife, he just wants to have kids because of his age. Because the first thing that he said to Becca when they got engaged kids. is, when are we going to start yeah. having babies? So I really don't think that it is the wife thing. I think he wants kids, and he doesn't care who the hell it's with. So... Is Lauren really going to pop out kids for him right away? I don't fucking think so. Because her body is smoking hot. And I don't see her ruining that right away for him. Well, unless he's got the money. Or unless he can help out. But yeah, that's... Yeah, we noticed Maybe that right a away. Surrogate. Right away, right away. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, so we're going to have kids. No, this, I was like, the, Whoa, that was the take first easy, fucking bro. thing like, that he said. You're old, was, but so when are we having babies? Yeah. So I it's think, not your clock, it's hers, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, hey, like, you're old good. as fuck, but yeah. hey, she's only 25, take so you're cool. Yeah. Go, go on this, like, marketing tour that they put you on. Like, yeah. have some fun and go to different cities and shit. And yeah. Take it easy. So I think that he just wants some babies, which is, I mean, cool, but... Like, yeah, you're old, but they're not, so... <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Their yeah. shit ain't drying up. Yeah. Now, The Bachelor, Chris Harrison, everyone involved last night was getting a lot of flack on social media about airing the first ever unedited scene raw. in history. Raw footage. Raw footage in the history of network reality TV. This is something... For everything that The Bachelor is, Like, this is something that probably maybe shouldn't have been on camera because these weekend getaways that they arrange for the couple after the show but before the finale airs usually don't have cameras there according to many bachelors and right. bachelorettes that i follow on social media if any at all they keep it as private as they can because they're yeah. terrified of it leaking right so, but then by the same token listening to everyone on after the final row saying, you know, I'm glad that we got to see it because now there's no question. No one can spin this in a certain way, especially Ari trying to spin this in a sympathetic way towards him. We saw the footage and we can make of it what we want to. And I think that's fair also. Uh, Chelsea, do where have you been on this? After you watched it last night, where did you stand on it? And where do you stand on it now after... Hearing all of the women, including Becca, say that she was okay with the footage being aired. I have two different opinions because being a fan of the show, of <laughs> course I want to see yes. what the fuck happened, you know? But being a woman, hell mm-hmm. no. You better not bring your fucking cameras in on oh, me yeah. and dump me. Like, you knew exactly what you were doing when you walked into that house. You knew exactly how that was going to go down, and that was fucked up. 
So I have two different opinions being, you know, like I said, a woman and a fan of the show. I honestly believe that... It's definitely about ratings. First a rating, all. yes. I believe that their ratings haven't been the best because their past few bachelors and yeah. bachelorettes it's, have been It's one of the low, lame. The, the four episodes leading into um, the home visits were like the four worst almost ever. Like those ratings started yeah. dipping. And that's when they started promoting. Yeah. Stay tuned for the right. most controversial mm -hmm. finale. Right. So they knew that. And they figured we, we've got to keep somebody going on. Like not just is, with this season. Nick's season well, was period. lame. Rachel's so the season seasons have lame. all been in a decline. But yeah. obviously this one, they were like. So they needed something. They needed something. So to get back to your question, it was messed up that he did that on national television because he knew exactly what he was going to do and he went into that. But being a fan, people want to see that. People want to see exactly what he said. And it, I question... If the cameras weren't there, would he have done it that exact way? You know, would it have been like, I don't think he showed any emotion when he did this. Right. You know, none whatsoever. It was very, let me just spit this out, you know. So I question whether it would have been more emotional if the cameras weren't there on both parts. Because Becca didn't shed a tear until she, she went realized, off camera. Yeah. And then it kind of hit. Time, yeah. But me, like personally as a woman too, like. You go into shock when that when you're told that right yeah. off the bat too. Like that is kind of natural. It's like, it's like it takes a second. It's, it takes a second for it to process. You know, kind of like you know you find out someone passed away type right. of thing. Like it takes a minute. I don't know. I have two very different opinions on the on the situation. Okay. What it's, do you? It's maybe a little different. I have three different opinions. Oh, three. What's the third? The first one is sorry. You signed up for this shit. You signed up for your life. I get this that. relationship to be broadcast at all times. Okay. I get that too. Becca said, also said that. Right. Yeah. Now that's out of the way. Okay. Second opinion. Not as a fan, but I, I always kind of put myself as if one of my sisters were on this or if they were getting dumped or someone I cared about. I want to see what happened because I want to see how you spun this. I want to make sure you didn't fucking lie and you didn't weasel your way out of this. I want to see how it went down so that I know what exactly happened. So you don't have your side of the story and she, he said, she said... I want to see it so I know exactly what happened and how much of a man you were or what exactly you told her. Or, you know, I don't want to say, oh, I did tell her that. No, bullshit. I want to see exactly what happened, how it happened. Mm -hmm. The last one is, it's it's tough for me because it was like, I get that I've been I've been broken up with. I've been, and this is like the me, the personal side. I've had to break up with someone. Broadcasting it out there. And I guess it's kind of going back to the second one, but it's like, it's going to make or break you. But at least it's out there. It's out there. People see it, whatever it is. If you have nothing to hide or if you think you're doing the right thing eventually, then fucking put it out there. I don't care who sees it. I don't you know it's Snapchat or Instagram shit stories, whatever it is. It's like if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to be private about or you have nothing to worry about or you have nothing to kind of like, look, I don't have anything to do the wrong thing. If inside you know the outside result was good and you had good intentions, then okay. In his case, I don't think he did. In his case, I think, yeah, he was confused. But he went about things the wrong way. And we'll go into, like, the contacts he made, who he talked to, whatnot. But it's like, number one, you signed up for this. Number two, I want to know exactly what happened. And number three, this is your chance to be like, hey, look, let me put it out there. Let me show you what I did. And that's what he said. He said he wanted to put it out there so people understood it and yeah. knew what he was going through. But it's like, you got to do it the right way, man. You didn't. Right. He said that he wanted to let everyone know and make sure that they knew it was on him. It was nothing that Becca necessarily did. This was all about his conflicting feelings 
for Becca and Lauren. I think he really did love Lauren. Does love? I think he Lauren. loved her the whole and the whole time, time. exactly. And and we I think he loved her the whole time. And yeah, the one who called that. <laughs> <laughs> and we've talked yeah. about this in previous podcasts. Yep. It's we, we don't get it because we don't see it. But no. those two have been on like the same wavelength yes. this entire season. Yeah, so it, she that, and she said just, so many times, "I love that I could walk into a room and know exactly what you're thinking." Um, <laughs> when did we? Because it's nothing. Because they're both right. thinking yeah, nothing. Absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing is going on in those brains. Thank you. Um, but you know, I, I did call it from you know one of our first yeah. podcasts. But it's because, like I said, there's a certain creepy, lovey way he looks at her, and he's completely infatuated. But by she her. looks at him the same way, and right. I've noticed that the right. past few weeks. Yeah. It, I, I mean, I can't. Well, it's different because he's the only one just look at. But when he's look, I've seen him look at other girls. Right. And how he watches them and talks to them or lack thereof. And it's but like, they both they light up like the second. Yeah. Like yeah. they see each other, and I like you know you knew it for a while, and yeah. it it I don't get it still, but whatever, to each their own. Yeah, it's it's funny looking back in hindsight now, with different confessionals and the way he describes different women. Every woman, it didn't matter, was described as beautiful, and is usually one of the first two adjectives he would use in a list if he used a list of adjectives. Oh yeah, <laughs> people like CN who are also intelligent and went to Yale, and had other impressive things going on with their life that was hardly ever brought up, if, you know, if ever. You know, he, he stuck to beautiful, amazing, interesting, very... Aria's basic, and those were the basic words he used. Basic. Well, um, from the beginning, from when the girls were arriving and showing up, he literally checked out each one. Like you said, he said, beautiful. He said, gorgeous. He said, wow, this is going to be great. Like... After the second girl walked in, so yeah. he's like I said, and he definitely infatuation. Yeah, yeah. And the infatuation level was definitely there. Yeah, and that should have been a clue. And I think you called this. That's why you picked Lauren because from the right off the bat, you're like she's, she's so the hottest. Yeah, she's, yeah the, she's the she's the hottest by far. She's the hottest, and yeah. that that's why I'm going with her. I think she's the hottest. I think Ari thinks she's the hottest, and that's obviously what he yeah. valued the most, or at least that's what came through on the TV screen. Yeah, no, he definitely the did. The signs were all there. When he looked at her, when he continued to look at her, I was like, he doesn't look at the other girls that way. She, to me, she was the hottest one there, and that's why he picked her. I wouldn't have picked her, but it's not me, sorry. Who would you have picked, Chelsea? Myself. <laughs> not for him. Oh, okay, cool. Obviously. <laughs> um, well, I told you all along, Tia was my fave. Yeah. Yeah, so. She grew on me towards the end. She, Tia. I, as it went on, I started liking her a little more. I loved Tia. Kendall, I did like, which she was like a, a dark horse too, though. Yeah, Kendall grew on me towards Kendall the end. Kendall had me until that day. Kendall had me until they fucking stuffed my <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you Damn, that. she lost me again. I'll I was like, that. nope, I forgot. But You're fucking creepy. Yeah. You don't know how much that was like shoved down her throat, though. Like, all right, play this up, play this up. Oh, because, yeah. hey, listen, I love pirates, but it's you not like. stuff a dead pirate or what? No, I'm okay. saying like it's not part of my everyday life, but I feel like if I would tell, hey, Bachelor, like, Bachelor Nation, I love pirates. They would make me fucking dress up as one. Do you have an entire storage shed of pirates? I'm sorry? Do you have an entire storage shed of pirates? I might as... have a costume trunk full like, of But it's not pirate. a storage shed. No, I don't have a That's storage different. shed. That's different. I've had like dressed like a nurse and schoolgirl and shit. But, <laughs> but like... You're not talking about your kinky <laughs> roleplay fantasies right. over here. Let's keep but this. But I feel like if you give them like 
you know, a little, little thing like, oh, I yeah. like this. They're going to be like, all right, we're going to run with this. Like, Ashley, I, hey, you're a virgin. Bring it up in every <laughs> fucking conversation <laughs> you that's ever that's have. That's true. You know? Yeah. So, you don't know. She might have, hey, I, on my birthday, I get one taxidermy thing of this. Oh, you know what? That is, you have a whole storage shed. We're going to talk about this every time you get together. And we're going to make you play with dead mice. Like, uh, you don't know. You don't know how much they shove down your fucking throat. We don't. She played it off very well, though. But we don't know. You're right. But like I said. I think she's still super hot. So. Yeah. Oh, she was very attractive. She was pretty light. She was good the last two mm, nights, yeah. too. But you Kendall was the dark hot. horse because up until that two-on-one date with Crystal, where Almost Crystal got eliminated. You, nothing you, besides uh, the text and everything ex- that we knew about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's when she started getting more and more uh, screen time. Yeah. And obviously, ABC needed to do that because she did make it to the final three. So, so we got to do something. That's all we got is text. Like, all right, who's Kendall? What? Now, I do think Kendall will. I don't think this is the last we're going to see her because of that. Because she's quirky. She's attractive. She had a good personality when she showed it. I think she's definitely going to be on. Maybe not right away Paradise, but if they do like Winter Games or something else again, we'll definitely see Kendall again. I think she'll pop up. And speaking of Kendall, we saw her in the audience tonight being consoled by Becca M, I believe it was, because she was she was starting to ball her eyes right out. Right when, when they said something. Right, Becca K was on the couch just when she first came out, and Chris was interviewing her. I, Off the top of my head, I do not remember exactly at what part. It was something about the fantasy suites, because somebody had said, you know, you don't know what they said to you in the fantasy suites, or something. Behind closed doors. Something you don't know behind closed doors, something like that. And then Kendall. And lost it. Yeah. So, I wish that she would come forward and say, like, hey, you don't know what the hell he told me. Because he told her, I'm falling in love with you, when he told the other two, I love, I love you. you. Right. The hard the hard L. But you don't know what else he might have said, you know? So, I have a feeling, because Ari is so basic, like, he might have <laughs> said the same shit to Kendall that he did say to the other two girls. And right. she's just like... In in disbelief, like, all right, well, he's he's saying the shit to the other girls as well, you know. And it's true. I mean, he's very. So I hope that she comes forward. Throws his ass under the bus. (laughs) She was obviously devastated. Poor thing was crying, and it's it's tough. So let me ask you boys this: What do you think of Lauren taking him back, accepting the proposal? Like, what do you think of her as a woman? Uh, okay, I'll go. Luck. Yeah, you start with this one, Adrian. This is tough because it's not your normal... Put aside her hotness. Damn. Then I'm, I got nothing. I have... <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, this has nothing, and it's hard because it doesn't relate to, like, real life shit. This was a girl, again, who was isolated, made to fall in love with this guy, was the final two. She had her eyes set on being proposed to him. Probably has no contact with any dude because at that point she hates all men. Right. She's hanging out with Becca. Oh, uh, the other Becca. On New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden gets a message in her DMs from him on New Year's Eve. Probably vulnerable. Probably super drunk already because it's New Year's and she's alone. Right. And she just got this traumatic, traumatic experience with The Bachelor. And all of a sudden the wheel starts spinning again. And the heart starts racing because I've gotten those shitty texts mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. whatever. Um, unnamed from Hold unnamed, you know, insert X name here. But it's like it brings up feelings, and it's it's natural and it's human, and it's like all of a sudden again the wheels are spinning. And you're thinking, what the hell's going on? She even says it. She starts to think like, what is he messing for? What does he want? Mm-hmm. 
that leads to other messages and it goes into him telling her about feelings and all of a sudden it brings up feelings for her and now she's thinking oh my god this is like happening it's a possibility so like like some of the girls did say you can't blame her she was put in a situation where she was vulnerable where she fell in love with someone and all of a sudden he's reaching out to her again who knows what he really told her about how sorry he was and he, she doesn't explain oh he said he was going to make it up to me and it's like now you see this guy running back to you yeah and it was all you can be thinking of and you can't blame her i, I can't blame her i i it has i think it has nothing to do with her as a woman or nothing to do with her as like being neglected or not chosen it has to do with he played into her feelings and he knew that he was testing the waters with her to see if it was worth breaking up with the other becca for if she doesn't respond if she gives him no play or she's like fuck you don't message me don't ever talk to me again this never would have happened because he would have realized this is done i have no chance yeah i'm happy here i don't want to rule this because he even says it i'm risking everything for this chance yeah and it was about himself and his comfort level so i can't blame it on her because if he knows exactly what the fuck he was doing. And if that doesn't happen and she doesn't agree, there's no controversial finale shit. It's boring fucking Ari picks his wife and that's it. Yeah, this wasn't a case of Lauren trying to get into, into the middle of Becca and Ari in their relationship. This is Ari being a douche nozzle and <laughs> not, <laughs> you know, one, he shouldn't have proposed that day. He right. even admits that, which I said from last night. And I agree with Adrian that Lauren, you put these people in this pressure cooker and you're made to fall in love with this one person. Right. And when you do tell them that you do love them, because that's how you feel, and they say they love you back, and then all of a sudden, on the last day of this amazing journey, they break up with you and propose to another woman, that is a lot to unpack. And... Only roughly five, six weeks go by until Ari then, you know, slides into Lauren's DMs mm -hmm. asking, is there an opportunity to talk? And that is certainly not enough time when you're expecting you're a proposal. It, yeah. yeah, you're expecting a proposal, expecting to be engaged and you were broken up with. And it takes more than six weeks to kind of get over that. Yeah. If ever. So we'll never get over it. it yeah. If ever. So yeah, you can't. Well, you can if you want. I'm choosing not to blame Lauren. I don't. I don't think she's complicit in any of this. I, I can't say a bad thing about about this situation about Lauren. I mean, yeah. I've been, you know, other than her dull personality and other things like that we've talked about. I'm not going to say so anything. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything bad about her other than that. But you know, if that's Ari's thing, which we've said the whole time, it probably is. Then he should have chosen her from the beginning, and and not to cut you off, but he does. She does say like, "Did you talk to Lauren first? I mean, did you talk to Becca first, right. right?" So Lauren does say that we oh. were friends. She points out that hey, you know, does she know your content? Sure, you're talking yeah, to you, whatever. That, I respect so that. So that's kind of cool too. Yeah. Instead of you know, it's not like she did a creepily. It was like, okay, cool. She literally put it out there, whether he lied or not, or whatever the fuck he told her. She at least did say, you know, hey, did you do this? Did you do that first? So. Yeah, this is more on the sleaziness of Ari being engaged, sliding into his ex-girlfriend's DMs to make sure that if he went with the uh, went ahead with breaking off the engagement, so he, something had worth a, something. It, yeah. yeah, it was because he said it like I'm taking a big risk. I want to make sure it's worth it. Like, wow, that's being a sleazeball. You know, I, I want to make sure I have this set up before I break it off with my fiance. Because if you said no, then well, I'm okay. Then I'm going to stay with yeah. my fiance. Not 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 to get two feelings, but like when you have that opportunity, you have a point. We talked about this earlier, mm -hmm. not to get too personal. 
when you know you have to make a decision in your life and it's the right decision, no matter how big that leap is, no matter what you have to do, it's the right decision. It might be scary doing it. It might be hard doing it. But at that point, it's like, fuck what you have to risk. Yeah. This is what needs to be done. And in my heart, this is what I feel. And if it causes me to have heartbreak and be alone, it's worth that because this is greater and this is what I really want. And he didn't do that. Yeah. He went the shitty way and said, let me have a backup plan. Let me make sure my girl doesn't break with me. Yeah. I've literally broken up with exes because I had a slight feeling for someone else. And I was like, this is not fair to you. I don't even know if I'm going to ever have a relationship with this girl or whatever, but because I have feelings for her, I can't be with you. And this is not fair to either of us. Right. And it's going to hurt you. And it's not like I went with her and was like, oh, let me see if this chick was... Yeah, she likes me. Okay, I can break up with No. It was literally, I'm not honest to you or myself. We can't be together. Didn't even pursue it. The other shit never even happened. But because I knew that had to be done, it's not worth... You have to think about someone else. And obviously, that's a selfish way. That's what he fucking did. And it was shit. Back to Lauren, and I know that this isn't her fault or anything, but she is the one who needed reassurance literally the entire time. So how does she think that being engaged to Ari now and going forward, they're looking at houses or whatever the hell they're doing, he, he proposed <coughs> to another girl and then went back to you. How does she feel like she's not going to have to get reassured the rest of the freaking time. Like, because he straight up didn't propose to you because you were so insecure, you know? And yeah. now, like, yeah, how, I how just don't so understand. Confident? How are you so confident that he's not going to do this again to you? Like, as a woman, be a strong, independent woman. Like, you don't need him. She's a gorgeous woman. She has a she has a great career, you know, like I I know that they put you in this situation to make you fall in love and whatever. She was engaged before too, like and her her wall was up. How did she just easily her her that's why their relationship was so, you know, slow in the beginning too because her wall was so up because of the previous engagement. But she let him in immediately. Yeah, I was going like, to say... Like, oh, my wall was up. But you know what? You went ahead and proposed to another woman. But you know what? Yes, come right back. You have me, all of me, blah, blah, yeah. whatever. Regardless of her Like, past. you look like a weak person for doing that. Like, yes, you could do whatever... Basically, you could do whatever the fuck you want. You went and fucked your fiancé for the past six weeks. Propose, whatever. And I will take you right back. Don't care what you did. No. I would never... Like, I'm so, like, upset about it. Yeah. And, like, and you say that you and Becca were friends. Like, that's not that you're in here for a friendship because you are there to get proposed to, whatever. How do you not have, like, another woman's back? Like, that's just my, <laughs> that's just my thing. The speed in which she took Ari back. Immediately. Seconds. Yeah. Seconds. Uh, that, that, that's something. Regardless of everything you just said, it, it's... It's amazing that a, that any person, man or woman, would be able to sit there. Okay, maybe I, maybe I'm being a little over the top, but yeah, you're. you're well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put devil's advocate here. Yeah. Okay. Um, Go ahead, finish your your statement. <laughs> I know. As soon as I started saying stuff, you're you're making nice, all these faces over I'm here. A nice big swing of my brand, you know. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'll say in this situation, I, I shouldn't say any situation, but I'll say this situation where, again, I go back to you're expecting a proposal, mm -hmm. you get broken up with, and another woman gets that proposal. 
Six weeks later, you have the guy crawling back to you. How do you say in that first meeting, well, I'm here and you have me, you know? This is it right here, look. Okay. (laughs) Drop some knowledge. This is the psyche. This is, it's about mentally, spiritually, physically, everything. It's literally, and that's why they're on this roller coaster. She got through the breakup, whatever was proposed to, went on this show, opened up, fell in love, expected to get proposed to. Her level of whatever it's euphoria or love, whatever it is, is at an all time high. Like you said, not only does she go in like expecting to get proposed to and to be in love with this person for the rest of her life, she gets dumped. And then realizes that he proposes to someone else that same day. Now you're at your fucking all-time rock bottom low. Mm-hmm. You're dwelling in that. That is, whether, whether you fall into like depression, whatever it is, that's like the worst roller coaster you've probably ever been on in your life. Because think of just climbing, 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 and then a shitty drop, and then here comes the guy that you probably either just blocked out of your mind or just stopped thinking about, comes back to you, that sense of euphoria comes back, that sense of togetherness, that sense of feeling, that sense of want. So she's literally, this girl has literally been taken on extreme highs from, extreme lows from being her shitty ex-relationship, to being on the show to extreme high, to get proposed on, to another extreme low to rock bottom, to being back up again. There's almost no middle ground. So that sense of like, what you said, like a normal person or like any self-respected girl, that's gone. Yeah. It's just tens and ones. There's no like middle cruising ground of like, let me relax. And that's why he had to do it right away too. Propose? Is no, is, that, is to get back with her right away. Because oh. the longer that shit goes on, the longer she gets over him. Yeah. The more she watches the show and gets upset. Right. He had to do this because again, it's just all time highs and all time lows. There's no middle ground. There's no time to rationalize or think about what's real or what's not going to. It's literally just fucking shitty relationship got dumped. Now I'm on TV. Now I'm going to propose to shit. Now he's gone. I've lost him. Now he's contacting me back. I can have it back. There was no time to kind of just level out and chill and relax and realize your self-worth and enjoy life. It was fucking just hating life and something good popped up and she took him back right away and he played on that. He knew that. Yeah. You know that going into it and it's like, again, yeah, she could have said no and she probably shouldn't have but it's like at that point, it was all highs and all lows and that high came back. Yeah. I hate to put it, it's almost like fucking drug use. It's it's shooting up or it's taking whatever it is, it's taking the drug, having a horrible crash, and knowing this is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Why do I put myself through this? Yeah. Oh man, but that feels so good when you're at that high and being there. I mean love I mean love's been told that like it's natural, whatever, but that's the same endorphins that run through your body and shit, so it's like I can understand that. Would I have done it? No, because I'm different. And it's like I've done that once and gone back to an ex, and it's like you learn. Like, if you're going to break up and you don't choose me, you don't deserve to have me ever again. But with her, I can get it. I understand where it's like that all-time high, that low, that high, that crash. And it's like and I, she felt it again and she was like, this is it. Like, I'm not going to give this up again. And to kind of go back on what I've said and like that, having women's backs and whatever, being broken up with and you're in that low... The only thing you want is for that guy to come back, of course, and fucking beg make it up for to you, you and beg it for you, and you have the so, power. So, and I hate, it. I hate admitting that, of course. but like when you're in that depression, and six weeks is very early on, you know, like in if you're fucking in it, if you're 
you know, so yeah. in love and you, yeah, you thought you were going to get that proposal. And this is literally going back on everything that I had just like yeah. said, but <laughs> still seeing both sides. Yeah. You're super in love and your dude comes back. I Like, yeah, he comes back and says he wants you back, but I would still be thinking, well, you proposed to someone else. I haven't seen that side in a breakup, yeah. but I could see them, you know, I could see where she's like, okay, she just wants to forget about that and be like, all yeah. right, well, here's our fucking happily ever yeah. after. Yeah. There's I'll like, forgive whatever. There's like that meme know? where it's like, guy and girl breaks up and like first six months, the guy's partying and shit and the girl's like crying and then it's like six months later yep. yeah. and the girl's all happy and shit and the guy's all depressed. That's what happens. Yeah, true. It takes longer a certain time for like, but if someone would have come in through that time and earlier on and not fucking waste their time partying and shit after, it's like- yeah. That's, that's when you get back together. And she says it. She says a big key quote that I'll never forget. And we talked about it. And our reaction was like, you're 25 and hot. Relax. Yeah. She says, like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm oh, done. I'm yeah. done. And at that point, you know, she's not talking to other dudes. She's like, I'm done. And then he comes back and is like, I love you. And this, this, this. It's like, there it is. It's all over again. Sucks that me. Like, again, it's, it's different. She's young, too. So she might not have experienced that before. We all say we're done. Y'all are never done. <laughs> We're never done. We keep coming back for yeah. more. All right, let's let's wrap up the Ari. The Lauren, fuck that I hate him. Ari Lauren still hate him. relationship here. Let's talk about the proposal. I think that was bullshit. Right, which one? Super disrespectful. Good. What's always talking about him proposing to Lauren? Yes. Oh yeah. Live. National TV. In the same building as Absolutely. In front of Becca. Absolutely super disrespectful. But, I mean, he, they, needed, they needed all they needed the dramatics. They needed a happy ending. But yeah. they, they played it up like it was so happy for them. Like, oh, you went through all this. Like, uh, finally, are you happy? Whatever. They, ba they basically and closed quote, off Becca's story. paraphrased everything Molly and Jason had right. said like twenty in the segment before. And you knew... Yeah, sorry. Last night when they had their first part of the season finale, when they had Mesnick there, you yeah. know, that was the biggest spoiler of all. If people didn't read the spoilers, well, like having him on. there, they showed him like three or four weeks ago. They showed that he was going to be there talking. I was like, what? oh, they did. Oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't see, see that. that. Yeah. I didn't see that. But like, oh, okay. They showed him Even talking. Just art. his opening statement, like, um, you know, Jason Mesnick when he picked so-and-so, and then ended up whatever. And then Ben Higgins saying, I love you to two girls. So, like, they they brought it in so you kind of knew what was going to happen in the season or whatever. Anyway. All right. Enough about let, that. Let, I, I know that The Bachelor is not real life, and this is its own thing, and it goes by its own rules. But I, as a person, I don't know how you can sit there and – Know in your head that you've proposed to someone, be engaged for two months, break it off, and then two months later, now become engaged to someone else. He had, he and they're had, so happy about it. There was people applauding in the background. I didn't understand that. If he's had such a hate following, you know, like how are you? How are you happy? Because because it, it's a happy ending. Because it's about like he finally all fair love and war. Yeah, he was there to find someone. He finally found her. And, even though he went through shitty means of doing it, he finally found the one. I think he had to propose to save face. 
Would I have proposed Wilson? Fuck no. Like, be smart and play it out. But he had to say that, like, I proposed to the wrong woman. And he did say that. And he did say that. He didn't play it off as, I shouldn't have proposed to anyone because I wasn't ready and I love two women. I had to figure that out first, which is what he should have said. He just said I proposed to the wrong woman. Now, to me, I'm like, well, fuck, if you don't propose to me, then what fucking girl are you talking about? He should have literally played it off or said, I proposed to someone when I shouldn't have proposed to anyone because I love two women and I had to figure that out first. Yeah. And I would have respected that a little more. I understood right. that. But he didn't. He proposed to someone. He took it back. He went back. And then now he's got to save face. He can't say I loved you more than her, but I proposed to her, and now I'm not going to propose to you? He has to. He literally had to. Now, should he have done it on national TV in front of Becca, in front of everybody else? No. No. I would have been totally cool if, like, in two or three weeks from now, they go wherever he said they were going to go and travel. Like, yeah, why and did she he she posts something on Instagram and shows the ring, and he says, I had to make it right, or whatever it is. Like, cool, do that. To do it on the show, number one, was a total dick move. And number two, it just shows you, like you said... This isn't real life to them. Do you think to them, they're still on the show with Neil Lane? Well, she gave, she definitely gave it back. Well, I know she gave it back. Gave it back real said, quick. Hey Neil, yeah. hey Neil, you know that yeah. second <laughs> option I have? Like, <laughs> yeah. can I give that one to Lauren? Yeah, we're doing second options anyway. It's section op- second option weeks, right? Give that, uh, give that ring back because there's only two options. So I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. that, was that was the other one. one. But no, he definitely did the same face. I just don't agree with him doing it on the show in front of everyone, and again, being showy about it. Yeah. Just, you did what you had to do in person, like, keep one thing personal, and that might have made her feel right. better. Yeah. I would have I told her that. I said, look, everything was on the show, I wanted to make this special for us, because at the end of the day, it's about me and you. Yeah. And that's why I made these decisions, and nobody cares about everything we did. I care about me and you alone, and I'm proposing with just us here together. Now you can put it out there whenever you want. Yeah. He should have spent it a lot of other ways, and he didn't. Yeah. I'm I, not, oh, go ahead. No, you Sorry. Go, you go, Chelsea. Not, I know I blame a lot of stuff on production, but not to defend Ari at all because I don't like him, but you don't know how much was like, no, today you're proposing to one. I don't care who it is. You're proposing to someone. And like when he proposed to Becca, not, not the, not Lauren time, but a, to, to make you look like a better person, you're going to do it again to Lauren now that you've chose her, you know, like you don't know how much they're like. Pushing things and pushing things. Do we think that Ari flipped a coin to see who he would propose? <laughs> Pulled a Jordan? It definitely did happen. That'd be sick. I, I don't think so. I think his family the, weighed in a lot on that. If he did, he should have played it off and used like a two-faced coin. Or a <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you guys. But I would think that Ari, in his own mind, is telling the truth. In that he proposed to the wrong woman that night. Because in his breakup at the at the breakup house, he said that he was only one foot in or half in with Becca. And Becca said, well, are you going to be both half, feet, in with half in with Lauren? And he said no. Straight that up. Is, that, I know. Definitively. And he told her so many times, I love you so much. I love you so much. So if you knew the whole time that you loved Lauren, then what the hell did... Yeah. Because I do think that his proposal like completely disregarded... But his and Becca's relationship, I thought it was such bullshit. And I think that's where I was going when I trailed off. <laughs> Forgive my now, campaign. I'll also put this in when you mentioned production. Do we know if there's a fact where production will not pay for your ring if you don't propose on, on camera? Neil Lane does have a... I have read this because I have done lots of research. <laughs> <clears throat> if you do get engaged on The Bachelor, your ring is free as long as you guys are together for a minimum of two years. So, 
which is, you know, she gave the ring back. So his new ring to Lauren had to have been out of pocket. Is that? So that, that negates his first contract because he fucked that up? Right. So it ha it was given back. Like her ring that she right. he took back? Yeah. So the ring he gave to Lauren was not a Neil Lane ring? I don't know if it was Neil Lane because it didn't have the Neil Lane They didn't show his name. Right. They didn't show his It Neil never Lane. showed that. But the ring that he gave to Becca was, and that says it has to be two years for it to be free. So... She took it off. So then he definitely fucked back. up. Because then... But if, if he's a like, fucking hey, famous race car driver... They're going to pay for his ring if yeah. I roast you on TV. So this is a badass ring you're going to have. Yeah. Let's so, do this. But Neil Lane, if, if it was Neil Lane, it would have been shown because every single they proposal, show the they Lane. always yeah. have that Neil Lane on the box. So they never showed it. I think he paid with that or paid out of pocket because I know that ABC does use him. So... Yeah, then he definitely fucked up. Then he definitely should have proposed off camera. I don't know. I think he was making a statement because I know he's been getting a lot of shit. I'm not defending him at all, whatever. But I think that was super disrespectful. But maybe he caught wind that Becca was going to be the Bachelorette. So he felt like it was okay to do the proposal. Because, I'm sorry, uh, remind me, was his proposal was before they announced Bachelorette, though, correct? Correct. Correct. So. That was the last thing they left on was her being the Bachelorette. We can yeah, okay. segue into that next, but. I've got feelings about it. Well, we all do have We do have some that, yeah. feelings yeah. about that. And that's exactly where I was going to go next. Uh, we all had Tia as the front runner of being the next Bachelorette. If you guys go back and listen to our other Bachelor podcasts on our iTunes and our SoundCloud or our Facebook page, yeah. uh, check us out on Twitter as well at this WK Game Shows. Hashtag Twigs. Hashtag Twigs. Hashtag Reality Rundown. But I'm a little disappointed in the choice of the bachelorette i i mentioned to both of you guys uh separately that my i don't want to call it hatred for ari but he i think he's pretty douchey and that doesn't change but with this announcement of becca being the bachelorette my sympathy for her in this situation has 99 percent gone out the window because I'm going to tie this into my point about Ari being engaged to two women in such a short period of time. Now we have Becca Kay, who got engaged in mid-November, broken up with in early to mid-January, two months later, had to watch the entire season of This Bachelor unfold, knowing that she was going to get proposed to and all these questions were going to come up and she was going to have to answer for Ari and everything else and she has to relive this and then at the end of this what probably should have been a somewhat traumatizing right. two nights for her she agrees to become the new bachelorette and with principal filming starting in a couple of weeks if not sooner she gets to meet four guys tonight i know we've just mentioned this this isn't real life but by the same token you are a real life person so how how can i feel sympathy for you over the situation when you've just gone through all this, but now I was engaged to Ari two months ago, but now I'm about to start a journey where I will expect to be engaged again two months from now. Right. To a completely different man. And there's no time to recoup. Like exactly. And I, as much as I love her and my heart like totally went out for her. Like it was super shitty 
how everything went down. But now you're kind of like, well, not that heartbroken because I'm ready to get on to the next person. Like Exactly. You have, ready to get back up on that horse. As much as my mother has Literally. always said, the best way to get over <laughs> someone is to get under, under someone something. new. True. True. Very right. true. But. You don't marry that someone. She's a classy lady, I think, personally. Right. And now she, I mean, she's still classy, but like. I do agree with you, like, I don't have as much sympathy for her going right into the next one, but then a little bit too, contradicting myself again, it's kind of like jabbing it to Ari, like, oh, you want to fucking dump me? Well, watch me get engaged in two months, too. So, I have, again, two very different opinions on yeah. it. I do see both sides a lot with all a lot of these different situations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I've, to me, it's, again, it's that peaks and valleys thing where it's like the ultimate high and the ultimate low. Opposite for her. She went from the ultimate low that she had. And maybe this is her sense of empowerment. Maybe this is for her to say, hey, look, now I have control. Now I'm definitely going to find the one. I have to go through the process. However, yeah, it's it's definitely soon. It's it's definitely. I think it's too soon because it, this was a more brutal case than the rest of them. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah. Like if she had just not been proposed to, cool. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that she was and she was literally engaged three months ago. Right. Or shit. No month and a half ago. Yeah. That's yeah. hella soon. And you need to give you need to give yourself time. Not not just for her, like you said, the best way to get over someone is to have that rebound. You don't marry that rebound. That's whether a rebound. Right. Like give yourself an opportunity to refine yourself, to refocus. Yes, it's cool, but like don't this might hurt her in the long run because this is the you rebound. You need that healing. And maybe time. she hook up with someone, whatever, that's fine. But it's like you need that time for yourself. You don't want to make this decision based on spite, based on anger, based on revenge, based on feelings that are still there. You want to be as level-headed as you can. Yep. Go into this with just no expectations. Not going into it where like, well, now I've got to find my man because I just right. got dumped and I was just I was just engaged last. You know, that's again that's going into the already thing where like I've got to find the one now. Right yeah. now, she's got to find someone to marry. She can't go through this whole season and be like, yeah, we're in a relation with this guy, like. No, like you're in this now. Like you're, you just got proposed to. You just went from being engaged to going through this whole season for not. And that guy is going to expect to want to propose to her because that guy knows she was just engaged and went through this whole thing. So that guy's going to go into this knowing that I've got to propose to this girl too. Yeah. So it's really hard to do it that close. Again, had she been dumped in the beginning, back in what was this in November, December? Yeah, November. Mid -November. It's a little more time, especially going through the holidays. Like you went through the holidays with person stuff like that's. That's tough, and that's crushing. I hate to say it, but like some of the best breakups I've had is because I wasn't with them during the holidays, and I was at that all time low, and I was like, "Fuck! If I get through the holidays without you, I'm over you." So um, it's tough. I mean, good luck to her. Obviously, we're gonna watch the shit out of the show, but it's yeah. like, and I do love her, and I don't get me wrong. Like I, I really do love her, and I'm. Ex I mean, I'm happy for her that she doesn't have Ari in her life, but I do think it's too soon for her because of how traumatic this went down. Right, and, and I think I said to you earlier. Oh, I no, it was and my she's... cousin. I'm sorry. I I think that she would be a great bachelorette, but I think that someone else Not should right have now. been at first. Not right Not now. Not right now. Yeah, exactly. Like wait, wait one one season. She's gonna him. go through more heartache. Right. Because she's gonna she's have not to leave guys him. and dumb guys. No, nope. she's not over him at all. Like no. And she may be over him. She's not over the situation. She's not over what just happened to her. And it's that's humiliating. Just as well. Yeah. And as much as she was like. Like, she was so upset with how it went down with the cameras and everything. 
but yet you signed up for another yeah. session of this. Which is why it makes you think, like, okay. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through each of her I'll interviews, feel that bad for you anymore, yeah. tonight uh, on After the Final Rose, through each of her interviews when she was by herself and then with Ari, I counted three times where she was I saying, swear. you know what, now this is just part of my story. Yeah. And we and Adrian, you point out, like, well, that just, she's probably leading up to the fact mm-hmm, that she's yeah. going to be announced as the Bachelorette. Yeah. So that's where my sympathy meter started going lower because now she's turning into kind of a company company woman here and it's yep. like this is just my story and things like that and she's like gonna, as if she's and, not so heartbroken right, like she, right. they're kind of like playing it off yeah you know? and, and as that being her story with the five guys she met tonight all of them were apologizing about ari and like and were saying i can't believe you had to go through this and she's gonna have to go through that with 20 something more guys and this this will not leave her this is gonna follow her around mm-hmm. absolutely through this whole process, and with it being so close to her, to this traumatic experience, it's like how when when are when are you going to be able to get over that? Because I, I if this were next summer, yeah. th- it might be a little bit easier because now you've had a whole year to decompress from right. this, and and, and then run you through can, some dudes in paradise, whatever. right? Yeah. And, and then and then you can come back and be like, okay, you know what? I've grown, I've accepted it, and I can talk about it now. Because I get. Sorry. I, I want to do an over-under on night one of the Bachelorette when they do the meet and greets. Over-under how many guys apologize to her. Say, I'm sorry for what happened or I'm okay. sorry what happened to you. Yeah. I'm going to say at least seven guys. That night to her, their initial meet and greet to her will be some type of seven apology. Minimum seven, seven out seven. of the thir- about 30 that they meet? Well, yeah. uh, or at least seven the, new guys. Seven or new guys. The, the guys that meet her again will say, I'm sorry again yeah. or whatever. But I guarantee you, like you said, it's not going to leave her. Yeah. And these right. guys know that because they have something to live yeah. up to. Like I said, that's why they're going to have to want to propose at the end. But I'm going to say at least seven dudes are going to say I'm sorry to her or apologize for something and bring up fucking the old season. Oh, I'll take yeah. you over on that. I, <laughs> think, I think more than that, too. I, yeah. 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 So we're all in agreement on that one, at least. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like all the all the other girls that were there, you had uh, Tia and Becca M and Caroline and CN, and with the, but they were all so happy for her and how she deserves this and everything like that. And, and she does, she does deserve her happiness absolutely. Yeah, I think we're not, I'm not I, questioning her. We're questioning the timing of it all. Right. We're yes. How exactly. She's so abruptly jumping in, like yeah. exactly. Had she we're all rooting for her. her. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we're all rooting for. Absolutely. It's just, man, like. I could even see, though, like, when the, they brought the four or five guys, whatever it was tonight, like, sh- I still saw sadness in her eyes. Like, oh, of course. Like, she, she wanted to act excited, you know, but, like, I could tell, like. It brought up the process. And it brought up she was not, it, yeah. like, I don't, I don't see, like, excitement yet. And, like, yeah, t- this was filmed tonight, though, correct? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah that was live. So, was live yeah. so filming will start in a few weeks from now for the yeah. real thing. Weeks, so jump in, you see, you said, like, so, like, weeks but tonight, yeah. like, I'm sorry, but like, I feel like she looked dead in her eyes. Like, I did, I didn't see like, okay, I could totally like when Rachel went on. Oh, she was ready. Uh, she, was she was down. Yeah, she was like, she yeah, let's was, do this. Yeah. I, I could she was tell. excited that night. I could tell. I was excited she was. Oh, the whole time. So when they introduced those guys to Rachel, like super excited. But tonight, like, I literally, like, my heart broke a little bit for her because, like, dude, she just saw her ex-fiance. Propose. Propose. And now these four guys, four or five guys, whatever. Like, no, she looked like 
she was going through the motions, you know? The other girls were more Showing face, showing face. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. th- this is unprecedented. I mean, I know we have she the whole... She didn't know, but even still, like, she wasn't excited. Right, because we, we know the whole Jason situation, how he had proposed to Melissa and then went back on that on the After the Final Rose show. But Melissa never came back on any other version of the show, whether it be Pad, Paradise, or The, the, the Bachelorette. So this... This is unmarked territory for this franchise. So we don't know how she's going to react. And as you just mentioned, Chels, yeah, she didn't seem the most excited that night. And how can you be? She wasn't ready. Yeah. I don't think so either. No. Yeah. I do. I mean, again, I wish her the best. I just wish that she would heal and not just like move right into the next thing like the body's not even cold yet yeah now we can give our like our uh early predictions for the bachelorette now it, it, is the next relationship going to even last do you think by the after the final rose in july or august at the end of her season are they still going to be together i think when Aria the girls are oh becca and whoever her new dude is at the end of the bachelorette season yeah, like will the they make it to the uh, the girls want it? Yeah, so they'll yeah they'll go with it. The girls are one of the guy that Sarah's going to understand what he's getting himself into. Mm-hmm. It's it's the Bachelorettes. There's on uh, Bachelors. How many are still together? One, maybe two. No, a few. Bachelors, Bachelor? uh, Bachelorettes, Bachelors. Sean and Catherine. Tr- oh, tr- Jason and Molly. Jason and Molly. Well, yeah. No, it doesn't count. I'm talking about oh. p- picked. They're the ones that they've picked to and proposed with. They're still married. I think it's just one. I think I looked up this morning with my sister. I think it's one for the bachelor. Just Sean and Catherine? Just no one else. I'm trying to think. Sorry um, for not knowing right now. It's okay. But, but statistically, bachelorettes are last longer. last longer and are still married by a large amount. It's like yeah. five to one or something yeah. like that. The OG. Yeah, right. Bachelorette. See? Trista. Trista. But she's a bachelorette, not bachelorette. Right. We're saying bachelorette. So the bachelorettes traditionally have... Yeah. I'm following. They yeah. they definitely last longer, and they yeah. definitely make it work because again, the girl's committed, and she's in. And the guy that's there knows he has to be committed. Yeah, it's usually the bachelor that either doesn't run the course or they pick the wrong girl, whatever it is. But it's usually the bachelorettes know, and they have a, a lot longer chance of yeah. staying together. Okay, so I think she will, and I think because of the pressure puts on her, she will. Um, I'm gonna go out, and I think and, with and, casting, and, they like kind of drill it in their head. Hey, listen, yeah. this was this is what just yeah. happened to her. So right. And the guys know that. Like they yeah. were going into it, like they can't fuck up again because you know. So, um, but they'll cast the fuck boy just to see oh, course, yeah. how they get through the cracks. The Chad, it. yeah. So yeah, we think it's just one that are still married. So I, I might have you know spun this together, but that are, that are married or that got engaged and are still married. It's only one from Bachelor season, not uh, Paradise or anything else. And I think there's four from Bachelorettes or three from Bachelorettes, but it's like. The chances are, are much higher from being Bachelorette than they are the Bachelor. Yeah. And that's because we're dicks. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point about having the woman is ready. And and they know what they're getting into, like knowing, hey, I have to propose to her at the end of this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the guys, uh, the weeding, weeding out of the men is usually weeding out of the women. Again, men are indecisive. So it's like you, you, you finalize, you get down to those couple, you know what, those guys know what they have to do and what's, what. What it all entails, as opposed to... Don't you guys only want to do this once, like, being men? Like, 
you only want to have to propose once, right? That's got to be super nerve-wracking, asking her hand in marriage, getting down on one knee, having the, you know, the right thing to say. I have, oh, I have my God, no, you've done it? I have no comment. All right. I'll, I'll say this. I've proposed once. Well, most people, I think most people know I was engaged very young. Didn't happen. Um, but I've bought two rings. So I have bought a second ring. So. Hmm. I mean, it's just like anything. It's like relationship. No, I know. I'm just saying, as a man, don't you, like, that that build-up, that situation, like, don't you only want to have to go through that <laughs> once? Of course. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's like anything. Ideally. It's like yeah. anything. It's like with jobs. It's like with <laughs> girlfriends. Like, I'm not going into this, like, girlfriend, like, well, I mean, yeah, everyone, I've seen everyone's myself different. doing this three times. Yeah, everyone's different, though, like, because I, I was going to say, like, if I have, like, my next girlfriend, which is probably why I've been waiting You've for You've said you've bought time. two rings, but you haven't done it twice. Correct. Correct. I had purchased one for a previous girlfriend. Well, I was ready to, but thank God I didn't. Um, <laughs> so, but it's like, it's like with anything, you go into it not, you go into it wholeheartedly. You don't go into it thinking, at least for me, like in my next relationship, I'm going to go into it hoping that's my last one. Just like you do with right. hopefully a good job or something yeah. else you get. Like you go into it hoping and thinking that this is it. Sometimes it just doesn't work. So you have to begin. But yeah, you never want to go into thinking like, all right, I'm gonna nail this second proposal, but I gotta get this first one out of the way first. Like, <laughs> right? I do, choose you. I do. I do have. Like, I have made jokes before. Like, when I meet a girl, I'll be like, God, I can't wait for you to be like my second wife. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, 50 50 chances my first wife I'm gonna get divorced with. That second wife, though, she's gonna have it made. Yeah. You know? My like, dad always had so, a joke with one of my friends. You, uh, my my future ex wife. Yeah, I was see, just about to say that. That's seriously, see, dad. That's that my already. friend. Yeah. So people play that one off already, but that's when like I get a girl good. I'm like. I'm going to make you my second wife. And then they always go to like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, well, the first one's not going to work, obviously. So <laughs> second one, though, you're good. Like, I'll make yeah, sure you're taking you're care set. of it. I'm, I'm going to really know what I'm doing at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. You never go into thinking, but unfortunately it happens. Nope. And I do feel sad for Becca because her dad <laughs> is passed, you know, and she did say, you robbed me of my, for like my, I only wanted to go through that once, like my proposal. Yeah. So that does make me sad for her. But now she signed up for it all over again. Yeah, so. so not that bad. Well, now we just have to wait a couple months for Paradise and then uh, Bachelorette in the spring. I can't wait for Paradise. <laughs> wait. We'll be par- Paradise what's, in a couple weeks. What just happened? Well, Bachelorette. Oh, bachelor- we'll, we'll be- no, it'll be Bachelorette first. Yeah. And then. Sorry, yeah. Bachelorette. And Paradise then is Paradise. Yeah, yeah. So Bachelorette. Yeah. So oh, all of Becca's rejects yeah, yeah, yeah. will go to. Paradise, because we need dudes now. We have the girls that'll go. I am pretty sure they're going to pull some dudes from Winter Games. Of course. And they'll I, probably pull some from yeah. last season still. You have Rachel's yeah. season. You have Except for Luke. Seasons. Don't yeah. pull in Luke. Fuck Luke. No. That's Luke's busy. Story. He's on tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Luke's, Luke's, Luke's busy. Yeah, but I would... I would really love to see them pull in people from Winter Games. I think they Paradise. will. I, well, think, I think they got a good... Yeah. Pull, in, pull in new people we didn't see Winter Games no, from other Bachelors. Yeah. Get some new blood in there. I yeah. think that they got a good enough reaction seeing how much we did like um, people from other countries that they will pull in new blood. Oh, throw Yuki in Paradise, please. Yeah. Oh, they'll... Yuki. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Yuki. Yeah, I want to see her in a bathing suit but who's gonna give give her a rose besides Ben her her oh best friend (laughs) (laughs) oh in summer in the beginning I'm sure she'll get some roses Um, yeah Yeah. so Stassi we have to talk in summer oh yeah we'll be fine what if a girl wanted to get say the girls have the roses or the guys have the roses what if they wanted to give another dude a rose like just as their homie 
This has never been discussed. I thought did That'd we discuss cool, this in the last podcast? Did we I feel like, about yeah, I feel like we talked about this in the last podcast. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's just bullshitting. Wait, but you I know think... what? I feel like I'm I'm remembering this. We might have. again. But then again, I think we were like, well, yeah, but another one's coupled up, and you're stuck with. I mean, yeah, fucking chill with the dude like, watching TV, but that could be the hot tub. Like, yeah, those guys are always in the hot tub together. Like, it might be a little <laughs> more than something. Yeah, or jacuzzi, whatever it was. Yeah. Jacuzzi? It means a jacuzzi. It means we have a date. <laughs> we, we've made appointments to, to go to, to jacuzzi. That's a jacuzzi? It's Yes. Where I'm from, that is date. <laughs> and the jacuzzi is full, then we wait one hour, two hours, and we, we wait for jacuzzi to be empty, and we go in. Yeah, I mean, he's, that's valid. That's super valid. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. It's not two in the morning or anything as no. we're finishing up this podcast. My, my glasses are almost empty as are my <laughs> bottles. So. But we wanted to be here. We wanted to get natural reactions. I think maybe we need to record next time while we're watching it. But we were uh, we were flipping out over here. It was crazy. It was yeah. worse than like the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, we, we had to rewind a few parts because we were talking over each other, talking over the TV. We had to make sure yeah. we, hear, we had to hear right. So. I only had one TV on. Like, I never do that. I always watch both my TVs. I only had one on for this. So that's how into it we were. I mean, as far as most controversial ever, yeah, whatever it was. But, I, I mean, I just hope next season's better as much as maybe she's not ready. Good luck to Becca. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and the bat. And the Bachelor franchise, the powers that be, they had to offer it to Becca to kind oh, of... Oh, it was hers to lose. It was definitely hers to say yes or no, yeah. Right. Well, now, I, I, I'm, I would say the immediate backlash on The Bachelor and Ari and whoever else will be a little bit more tame just because... They made it from wrong or right, almost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it, it it was a pretty boring season for about seven weeks, and then it finally heated up here over the last couple. So they needed to do something, right? Yeah. Right. They, uh... We'd already seen him make out with every girl on the show, you know. <laughs> I love how vague Becca's ex was and how he found out that she was on the show. Like, I found out, you know, at, at a party with a friend, and I messaged someone. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. Mean. I think more stuff's going to come out I too. Like about you. Kendall having her the past. More stuff will start leaking like, yeah. as this is over behind them now. And they're not contractually bound to either say or not say stuff until it airs. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But um, good season. Not bad. Well, shitty season. Good finale. Good ending. <laughs> Boring season, but good finale. Gave us good topics. Um, see what happens. Oh, Chelsea, Adrian, I, I appreciate you guys completing the Bachelor Brain Trust this season. Uh, hopefully we can do this again this summer with the Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. I hope to have the three of us back on together then. I'll be here <laughs> with my champagne. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, once again, mentioned before, check us out on Twitter at This WK Game Shows. You, we have a Facebook page. Search This Week in Game Shows. You can hit me up on Twitter personally at James Dallas Lape. If you have any thoughts or reactions to the Bachelor finale tonight, hashtag it at Twigs, T-W-I-G-S, for This Week in Game Shows, or hashtag Reality Rundown. And with that, for Chelsea Lozano and Adrian Perez, I am J.D. Lape. We'll see you guys next season. Later, guys.